Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Fuel to Fry podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. It's it's going to be an absolute ride, and I'm so thankful that you're here, that you've chosen me, that you're popping me in your ears. Um, and if you don't know who I am, sorry, that was a little bit rude to not introduce myself for all the newbies out there. My name is Emma Clark. I'm an accredited sports nutritionist, soon to be PT, and basically on this podcast, I share my stories insights, experiences, and knowledge, all things to do around nutrition, health, lifestyle, well-being, exercise, eating disorders, recovery. I mean, the list can go on. Um, But yes, today I thought I would do a chill episode because I'm in a chill mood. And if you haven't listened to the last three episodes, they have been very knowledge heavy. And I'm going to be very real with you all. My brain is a little bit so this is this is needed. So I have done a Q&A episode in the past, I think like a month ago. So if you haven't listened to that one, go and listen to that one as well. But I asked you guys on my Instagram, Emma Clark underscore nutrition, that's the place to go, um, what questions you have. And I got some really good ones. So thank you so much to those who sent through the questions. And if you want to be a part of my next Q&A, you definitely need to be following me on my Instagram. And I am still working on my podcast um, Instagram. It's just that a lot of things have been happening. I know that's such a like lame excuse. Like I've been so busy. <laughs> no, like legit I have. Okay. I'm, I'm not even like using that as an excuse. I have. Okay. But um, before we get right into today's episode, I need to tell you guys my recommendations. <laughs> um, I have two recommendations for you all, ladies and gentlemen. My first one is, now, background story. In my recent YouTube video, if you haven't watched that, highly recommend. It was a weekly vlog of my entire work week, training week, all of that sort of stuff. I told you guys that I have been on a beverage kick recently. I have just been in love with finding new beverages to drink, making new beverages, consuming a lot of beverages throughout the day, lots of teas, lots of hot drinks. And I have been regularly consuming chai lattes, like hot chai lattes from cafes and that sort of stuff. And then I was like, yeah, I don't really want a hot chai latte today because the weather has been warming up here in Australia. And I was like, okay, maybe I should make like an iced chai latte. And so, you know what? At this time, I honestly didn't think an iced chai latte was even a thing. And I felt so stupid that it it actually is a thing. And I was just like, oh my God, Emma, this is, no, your moment's over. Anyway, so I made an iced chai latte for the very first time the other day. Totally winged it. I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm just going to act like I know what I'm doing took one sip of it and I was just like oh my god and from that moment ladies and gentlemen my entire life has changed no joke it has been it's like legit one of the best tasting beverages I have ever consumed in my entire life it's so good how did I not know that this was a thing I am so like why hasn't nobody told me about this this is this is insane so if you haven't tried an iced chai latte before Go and make yourself one or buy one um, because I guarantee you, your life is going to change. Going to change because mine has. I feel like a whole completely different person now. I'm living life through a different lens. 
I might be exaggerating, but I'm like, no joke, like give it a try if you haven't already. And my last recommendation, my second and final recommendation is actually like something that I'm just about to do. And I highly encourage you guys to do as well is actually go on a trip by yourself. Take some time out and go on a little weekend getaway for you by yourself. And so in a couple days, I'm going to be going on my first trip away on a plane, you know, to a different city. You know, the main reason why I'm going away is because I'm actually participating in a run. Um, and you might be thinking, Emma, like you haven't trained for this run. Yeah, I know. So this is probably a really stupid idea, but I'm just really relying on my CrossFit training for this run, ladies and gentlemen. I haven't ran like more than 12 kilometers in a few months. So this is going to be a very interesting time come Sunday. But I was like, you know what? Like, I just want to get the hell out. I haven't been away for like two years because of COVID, because of my previous job I was at, because of other shit that's been going on. And like, I was just like, nah, that's it. I just want to take this time for me to do what I want to do, to explore a new city, to eat the foods that I want to do, to do this run, to go do whatever the hell I want to do for me all by myself you know you might be thinking like Emma like what happens if you get kidnapped you know what the main like concern I have ladies and gentlemen what happens if the hotel people don't let me in and don't let me get my room because you know I do not look 23 I look like a 12 year old girl so my biggest worry is I walk up to that desk and say hey like I have a you know reservation I have a booking here and like they're going to be like, excuse me, miss, like, where's your parents? I'm like, bitch, I'm 23. Let me in my room. That's what I'm so worried about. <laughs> Anyways, but if you haven't, like, had the chance to just take a weekend getaway for yourself, all by yourself, honestly, like, go for a girlfriend or boyfriend, whoever's listening, I don't know. Um, just do it. What's stopping you? Honestly, what is stopping you? Because I I love doing things alone. I I do everything alone. Like I go out to eat alone. I walk alone. I live, al- well, I don't live alone. But like, you know, I basically like do everything on my own. And like, I don't know, like there's something so surreal and so empowering about going on a trip by yourself. So I'm really looking forward to the next couple of days. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. But I need to shut up and get right into today's episode. Let's go. So my first question I had was, are you 100% self-employed or do you have another job as well? So I am 100% self-employed. Yeah, I'm a business boss bitch. I, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I don't have another job at the moment. What I am looking at doing well, what I am going to do, should I say, is I've almost completed my certificate three in fitness and I'm hoping, well, I'm wanting to coach in gyms. I want to do like group fitness classes and then take on personal training. So I actually want to work in a gym plus my nutrition. I have big, bold plans, ladies and gentlemen. I don't really want to tell you because they're top secret plans. But basically, like, yes, I am 100% self-employed as of this moment with my nutrition and that sort of stuff. Um, But I am looking to expand and do some work elsewhere in 
the very near future. I'm like super excited because I already have like a job lined up and it's like, yes. Anyways, next question. Oh, this one's a good one. Tips on getting your period back. That's like really loaded, but I'm into it. I'm into it because this one, this one is, I love it. Anyways, number one piece of advice I have for anyone who has no menstrual cycle, who has hypothalamic amenorrhea, if you haven't listened to that episode all on hypothalamic amenorrhea, um, go and listen to it. Um, I share my own experience with it as well. But my number one piece of advice is to actually seek professional support. Okay, work with professionals if possible. I know that sometimes, depending on your lifestyle and what's feasible and what's not, like it's, it's, you can't actually work with professionals. But if you do have the opportunity to, I definitely recommend doing so. And this can look like working with qualified nutrition professionals like myself, you know, eating disorder dietitians, if that's, you know, maybe the reason why you've lost your period is in relation to an eating disorder. Okay, anorexia, bulimia, I don't even know, right? Orthorexia. Okay, sporting coaches. Okay, a big reason as to why you might have lost your period is because you're overtraining. You're not eating enough to support your training. You could work with your sporting coach to put in like an intervention. Maybe you need to take some time out and you can, you know, work alongside them. You know, maybe it's working with psychologists. Okay, maybe it's more of a mindset thing. You know, again, it all depends on your own situation, okay? That I really love this this thing, all depends, because it's so individualized, okay? But as a general whole, like working with professionals so you can get the required help you need. So you're not going through all this bullshit online with one, one person telling you, oh, you need to do this and this and this, but the other person telling you, oh my God, don't do that, do this instead. And your mind's just all like what the hell is happening and you're just like you you're not even progressing further if you want to like get your period back right here right now and you want to do it the right way the safe way the most effective way start with getting professional help first okay but the main sort of like things that is required for you to get your period back and no matter like what professional you go to, these will be like the main like points where you need to put in the action towards getting your period back. Number one is eating more food. Okay, especially, especially more carbohydrates. Okay, and especially more fats. And if you didn't listen to last week's episode, I took all things fats and how fats are crucial for our hormones okay and hormones and our menstrual cycle kind of go together increase in fats that's a match made in heaven <laughs> anyways and usually this kind of looks like eating consistently throughout the day and the best way to get help with making sure you're eating enough food to ensure you are on the right track to getting your period back is working with qualified nutrition professionals Okay, really, really, really important. So they can assess you. You can get your individualized nutrition advice. Okay, quantities, all of that sort of stuff. As well as the accountability and the support as well. And like, you know, 
one of the big reasons as to why you lost your period is because of not eating enough food okay maybe you've restricted yourself from foods you're dieting you've got these really rigid food routines you know feeling like this sense of loss of control around food okay all of this sort of stuff making sure you're eating consistently all throughout the day not like saving all your food for the later half of the day okay Second thing is exercise, okay? Exercising less, reducing the intensity of the exercise, or it may look like stopping exercise altogether. Again, everything is so, so individualized and all dependent on your current situation, okay? Maybe you're in a situation where you cannot stop exercise because maybe you're a competitive athlete where you you need to be competing all year round right honestly that's probably not the wisest like decision from a coaching perspective I would be like okay like I really prioritize my health here like I'm not going to be able to get the best out of my sport I'm not going to be able to perform my best if I literally don't have a period like I want to take this season off honestly that would be the best move but in the worst case scenario where you literally cannot like okay exercising might still have to be in in the picture here okay reducing the intensity of the exercise is a massive one no more vigorous hit workouts every single day that is the worst for trying to get your period back okay a lot of the recommendations is centered around low intensity exercise okay this is what um dr nicola Ronaldi in her book Um, no period now what suggests right low intensity exercise you know walking gentle stretching yoga in some cases it can look like very very basic resistance training weightlifting okay it again it's all dependent on the situation all dependent on you and why you lost your period in the first place was it because you're over exercising was it because you're doing too many hit workouts in a row you know look at that and think okay i need to do i need to figure out my exercise like i need to stop exercising i need to reduce exercise the intensity okay you just need to figure out like exactly what has caused you to lose your period okay reducing the amount of stress on your body okay stress can come in multiple different forms you know it can come through dieting through restriction it can come through over exercising okay you know it can come through like mental stress daily life stresses okay work stress school stress some people me 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 to oh my god massively i am very sensitive to stress if i experience like you know a little bit of stress it impacts my body so much okay and like your body is in survival mode right now that's why your period has shut off you need to get it out of survival mode girlfriend okay look at ways in which you can reduce the overall stress in your life okay most of it may come from a mental standpoint right and overall like improving and healing your mindset and relationship with food exercise and your body is going to be a big one in getting your period back okay because if you still have those restrictions around food that restriction mentality that dieting mentality 
that unhealthy relationship with exercise, that needing to compensate to burn off food, to overexercise, and you've got this shitty, shitty body image, okay, that's going to just like set you back from getting your period back because you're not going to actually do that work to get your period back if you still have these, these mindset issues, these problems surrounding your relationship with food, exercise and your body. So these are kind of like the main points, the main tips for getting your period back. But like I've said 5,000 bajillion times, work with qualified professionals to get individualized tailored advice, all dependent on you and all dependent on your situation. All right. Next question. All right. How do you stop comparing yourself to others and accept your own journey? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you kind of have to understand that everyone has their own unique journey in life, okay? Everyone is in a different position. Everyone is in a different circumstance, a different situation, okay? You just need to stay in like your own lane kind of, right? Another thing. Everyone progresses at a different rate, okay? Some people might be improving or dependent, again, dependent on the situation, some people might be doing things at a much quicker rate than us, okay? Some people might be going through life, advancing through life, like they're doing this and doing this and achieving this and, you know, you're over here feeling like you're not doing anything, right? And it can be hard. It can be so goddamn hard to see others just doing so well and achieving so much. You know, maybe they're the same age as you. Okay. I can definitely feel this as well. I, you know, I feel like, oh my God, like everyone I used to go to school with is like doing all this cool shit. And here I am. Like, I mean, I don't really feel like that anymore, but beforehand, especially when I was at my old job, I was like, oh my god, like, why am I here? Like, I'm not doing anything with my life. This sucks. Ugh. Okay. It, it can be hard. Okay. And you just have to accept that, hey, like, everyone progresses at a different rate, whether that be fast, whether that be slow. Again, it's all about staying in your own lane. The best thing you can do is focus on you. Celebrate all the cool shit that you've done, all the growth in the changes that you've made. Even if it's like the tiniest thing, it doesn't have to be this big, gigantic decision, this bold move or anything like that. Okay. If you want to stop comparing yourself and accept your own journey for what it is, celebrate every moment of growth, everything that you've done towards the goals that you want for the life that you want. Okay. Practice self-compassion, self-love and kindness towards yourself. Don't beat yourself up because Sally's gone and brought a mansion at 23 years old and you're here still living at home. Okay, just accept and understand like, hey, this is my journey. This is how things are progressing in my life. I don't need to give a flying shit about what Sally's doing because that's Sally's journey. Okay. And comparison is literally the thief of joy. It's the common quote, the common phrase that we hear all the time, but it truly is, okay? Honestly, you just have to focus on you. Stay true to you, 
okay? Limit comparison as much as possible, okay? Except that, you know, Sally has got this mansion, but like, maybe, you know, maybe other things are going to be working out in a much better way for you. Maybe there's bigger plans that you don't even know about. Think about that for a second. Okay, next question. How did I get into... I legit spat that out. How did I get into nutrition? Great question, ladies and gentlemen. Grab your tea, grab your biscuit. Let's let's chat. So, I first got into nutrition when I first discovered that nutrition was a thing back in 2000 and... Oh my God, I've, I've forgotten the year. 15, 2015 is when I realized like, oh my God, like healthy eating and nutrition is a thing. It's a career. I can actually help people eat well and, you know, have a healthy lifestyle. Awesome. So, my interest actually sparked me doing work experience at the hospital in the dietetics sector. And I I really went into that thinking, oh my God, this is very different to what I thought nutrition was all about because... I thought like, oh my God, it's all about weight loss. It's all about eating healthy and that sort of stuff. And then I I go to this work experience and like I'm dealing with people who are underweight, malnourished, and I'm I'm seeing these dietitians like giving them sausage every time. I'm like, huh? Like, what's this? And it just broadened my perspective a bit on nutrition. I'm like, oh, like there's a lot more to nutrition than I thought. And honestly, I absolutely loved it. And from that moment, when I was 16, basically, I was like, I really want to have a career in nutrition. Didn't really know what exactly. And so from there, like I, I did subjects that were kind of nutrition related in high school, like biology, food and nutrition. Actually, no, it wasn't even food and nutrition. It was like food and hospitality. Um all of that sort of stuff and then I applied for like a bajillion nutrition university degrees um, in my application and that sort of stuff and I knew I really wanted to make this my career, my reality, my my life, right? So then I studied online um, a Bachelor of Food and Nutrition through La Trobe University in Melbourne in 2018 and did that for three years, um, all online. And then I did, coming into really recent times, I did an extra certific- certificate, excuse me, in applied sports nutrition because through university, I really discovered my passion for sports nutrition. I was just like, I love, L-O-V-E, love this, and I really want to dive deeper into sports nutrition, so I went out of my way, invested in myself, and upskilled myself in that way, and yeah, I just, I didn't even know how I actually came about with nutrition, I think I was just like reading or watching something, and really like, oh my god, this will be so cool, and every single day, like, as I'm doing this job now, which is really crazy to think, like, like 16 year old Emma would not believe like this is her reality right now um I don't even know what I was saying hold up (laughs) I've literally just had a mental blank I think I, I think I know what I was trying to say what I was trying to say was that every single day while I'm like doing this right 
I'm learning something new every single day. And that's the greatest thing about nutrition. Like new things are evolving, new things, there's always new things to learn, always ways to upskill yourself and apply that to your practice, to your clients and that sort of stuff. It's amazing. I highly recommend that if you want to pursue nutrition, like go for it. And I do have a bunch of videos on my YouTube channel all about studying nutrition and nutrition in general, about my own experiences and that sort of stuff. Um, so if you're interested in checking them out, I highly recommend. Next question, which is kind of related to the last one was, would I consider becoming a dietitian? So I'm not actually a dietitian, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just an accredited sports nutritionist. Um, and my course actually didn't allow me to become a dietitian. I have had a lot of thoughts and a lot of conversations with other people about the the idea of becoming a dietitian, right? At the moment, I I don't feel like I mean, I feel like I always in the back of my mind do want to become a dietitian, but the thing is like I've been speaking to a lot of people in the similar situations, like fellow colleagues and that sort of stuff, and they're like, you know what, like there's really no point in doing the dietetics, you know, the masters in dietetics if you don't see yourself working in a hospital, because that's the main difference, right? Nutritionists can't work in hospitals, but dietitians can, and personally, I don't want to work in a hospital, so I don't feel the need to become a dietitian, therefore, right? I see myself working in like more gyms and athletic facilities, right? My own private practice, my own business, right? Doing cool shit like I already am. Like, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to write it off. But right now I just don't, I, do I really want to like add extra money to my hex bill that I'm probably not going to pay off before I die? Like, no, like, no, like I don't want to add that extra money to it. So I don't know, but the thought's always there. The thought is always there. Next question. Is it bad to only have three meals a day, i.e. no snacks? Ladies and gentlemen, it depends. It depends on you, what you're going through, what you're experiencing and that sort of stuff. You know, ideally, like, three meals a day is probably perfect for, like, someone. But again, I don't know your situation, okay? Maybe for someone who is like recovering from an eating disorder who doesn't have like regular appetite, like no hunger cues and that sort of stuff, three meals a day probably wouldn't be sufficient and we want to be, you know, making sure we're including some snacks here and there throughout the day as well. Again, it all depends. This I, I can't really give you a sufficient answer here. Like it really does depend on what your lifestyle looks like. And whether or not the three meals a day is going to energize you all throughout the day. Okay. Maybe having three meals a day is more practical for your lifestyle. Okay. Maybe you don't like having snacks. Okay. But, you know, if you are going to have three meals a day, are those three meals sufficient enough? Are you actually eating enough by having those three meals a day? Okay. So I can't give you a full answer. What I can recommend is speaking to a nutrition professional like myself, addressing your overall nutrition, understanding what your body needs and that sort of stuff, and, you know, working and, you know, working through and developing a nutrition plan 
that's individualized to you to make sure that you are including the right amount of food throughout the day whatever that be three meals a day whatever that be several snacks a day i don't know i don't know it all depends this one is a mm, a big one okay how to stop being so consumed with steps 20 to 30k step addict whoa first of all that is a very heavy question and I want you guys to ask yourself, like, why do you feel the need to always get this many steps in per day? Why do you always feel the need to hit your 20k mark, your 30k mark, and that sort of stuff? What will happen if you don't? Honestly, what will happen if you do not hit that that really large number? Because it is quite a normal number of steps when you think about it. Okay. Do you beat yourself up when you don't hit that number? Do you feel guilt? Do you feel like you can't eat properly? Do you feel shitty? Okay, like what are you like what are you telling yourself? What are you telling yourself about this 20 to 30k number that's you know stopping you from just actually being like, I just wanna like sit down, you know, I just wanna like relax. I don't wanna go for a 10k walk or something like that to get my 30k steps in today. Like it's a very disordered habit to have. Number one, it is a red flag that I would be addressing like immediately. Okay. Another thing to address as well. Are you wearing a fitness watch? Are you tracking your steps religiously through your phone? Is your watch like dinging at you saying, get up, get up. Like that's, that's kind of annoying. Like, one thing I highly recommend to stop being so consumer steps is actually taking your goddamn watch off. Okay? It might feel really uncomfortable at first, as with everything. But if you really want to be not so consumed by the amount of steps you're doing and not knowing like how many steps or trying to achieve this large amount of steps per day, take your fitness watch off. Delete the, you know, the tracking apps, all of that sort of stuff. Go by feel, okay? Understand, like, you don't, like, you don't need to hit, like, 30k steps a day. What is that, what's that doing for you? Is it taking away any aspect of your life, too? You know, maybe, you know, you want to, you've been invited to the movies, but you're like, oh, sorry, like, I'm, you know, that involves sitting down. I'm not going to be able to hit my 30k steps that day. Sorry, can't come. <laughs> Jesus, if that is you, oh my god, I I don't have any words for that, that's, that's bad, okay, again, like with every recommendation I've kind of discussed here, like, always seek professional help with this, okay, with exercise, with food, okay, but I want you to become really aware as to why you always feel this need to hit this amount of steps, what feelings are elicited what will happen if you don't okay and maybe we can start by just taking the watch off all right okay so i think that's going to wrap up today's q a i feel like i didn't answer any questions but then again i feel like i did answer a lot of questions i don't know i don't know but anyways thank you so much for all the questions today ladies and gentlemen 
like I said in the beginning, if you'd like to be a part of the next Q&A episode, make sure you follow me on my Instagram and hopefully by then I will have up and running the Fuel the Fire podcast Instagram page, okay? But before you guys leave, don't leave yet. Stop right now. Don't pause this. No, stop. I know you're about to pause it. I know you're about to shut me off, but stop, okay? Stop right there because I have some very very exciting news yes so in my last episode I kind of teased you guys about how I I've been up leveling my business I've been expanding Emma Clark nutrition okay and I have several new one-on-one nutrition coaching packages that are about to launch with one that is very very soon to be launched focused all on fueling to performance, okay? Now, this particular one-on-one nutrition coaching is particularly for those who want to eat like an elite, who want to take their performance to the next level, okay? They want to become well-fueled instead of under-fueled. They want to know what to eat, when to eat, you know, how to eat to fuel their bodies to perform at their absolute best. Okay. This is what one of my new one-on-one nutrition coaching packages has in store. Okay. I am, uh, I'm this one, I'm so flipping excited to launch. It's going to be amazing. This one, like, this is for the dedicated and for the committed. Okay. If I, like you've got to be 100% committed and dedicated to to your sport, to becoming the best ever, to taking, you know, to step it up to the big league if that's your goal, okay? This is the energy, this is the vibe in this new, in this new one-on-one nutrition coaching package that I have in store. So if you want to be one of the first to join and to know all the spicy deets that I have in store for this, I'm like literally so excited. I want to launch it like right now, but I don't, I, I, I'm not really 100% ready, but like I just want to launch it now. But if you want to get a early spot, if you want to s- secure a spot really early, um, well, you need to definitely join the waitlist, ladies and gentlemen, because you'll be the first to literally be the know when this actually launches. Okay, so if you would like to join the waitlist for my new one-on-one nutrition coaching package fuel to perform that's right um check the links in the show notes below okay it's oh my god i'm like ah i i i'm so excited i'm so flipping excited this is just only one of three that i have in store but this one like this one i'm just Yes, this is going to be epic. So if you're really interested, if you are ready to fuel to perform, ladies and gentlemen, check out the show notes, jump on the wait list because the limited spots will be available as well. So that's all I have today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. Thanks for being an absolute legend. If no one told you today, you are an absolute legend make sure you follow me on Instagram, make sure you just, I didn't even know where I was going, watch my YouTube videos if you want, I'll be posting a lot more on there because um, life's been 
epic and I want to share it with you all. Follow me on TikTok for more humor, for more personality and make sure you give this podcast a rating and a review. And if you enjoyed today's episode, screenshot this baby and post it on your stories and tag me. All right. Thank you so much for being here. You're an absolute legend and I'll speak to you guys next week. Peace out.